Jam in the AM Thursday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jam in the AM.org. Uh, Lipa's scheduled to join us, but i got to get started with Zalman Malutik. Lipa's going to join us hopefully at some point in the next few minutes, but I am so excited about what's going on. I've alluded to this a couple of times on the air, and we had the chance to speak to Zalman about it during our big parade show, which, by the way, is going to be repeated at 1 o'clock today. So you could watch it at NahumSiegel.com or hear it on the stream through any of our avenues. Uh, Culture Fest NYC. Zalman may tell me I'm mispronouncing it. Maybe it's, maybe it's the Yiddish way of pronouncing it. Uh, but whatever it is, it is coming to New York City. Uh, it is an entire... Uh, incredible week-long uh, schedule of events from June the 14th through the 21st. It's called the First International Festival of Jewish Performing Arts presented by the National Yiddish Theater Folksbien at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in collaboration with the UJA Federation of New York. There's a website. We'll give it to you. There's a million sponsors. I mean, just a, everybody you can imagine in New York City in some way, shape, or form is excited about this whole thing. And for our listenership, and the people who love the music that we play on this great radio program, there is an amazing event that is part of this whole cultural experience. Summer Stage, in partnership with the National Yiddish Theater Folksbien and the Museum of Jewish Heritage, Living Memorial to the Holocaust, are presenting Yiddish Soul, a concert of cantorial and Hasidic music, featuring... Cantorial and Hasidic stars Avraham Fried, Natanel Hirschdick, Yanki Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, Lipa, I don't even have to say Schmelzer, everyone knows who Lipa is, and Zusha. Concert is 7 p.m. at the summer stage on Tuesday night, June the 16th, part of this Culture Fest NYC. And um, uh, like I said, there's a website, etc. Before I get to Zalman, I gotta point out, and I, I don't even real I don't even know. If this uh, writer, Ralph Gardner Jr., I don't even know if he realizes how funny he's being in the way he presents this. There's an article in today's Wall Street Journal, uh, Five Cantors and How They Got Into the Soul Business. And he writes, you've no doubt heard of the three ca- of the three tenors, but how about the five cantors? They would be Avram Fried, Nathaniel Hirschdick, Yankee Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, and Lipa Schmelzer. And on June 16th, they're giving a free concert of cantorial and contemporary Hasidic music at Summer Stage, part of Culture Fest New York City, week-long festival, etc. I met with the quintet. I don't know whether it's appropriate to call these superstar cantors a quintet any, a quintet any more than it would be to pronounce Domingo Pavarotti and Carreras as a trio at Lincoln Square Synagogue on the west side. With the exception of Mr. Malavani, the cantor at Fifth Avenue and a professor of liturgical music at Yeshiva University, uh, none of the men conformed to my button-down conception of what a cantor, a person who sings liturgical music and leads prayers at a synagogue, looks, should look like. Not that I held strong convictions on the subject. However, Mr. Schmelzer, at least his wacky eyewear, not to mention his yarmulke decorated with colorful M&Ms, was positively arresting. It sent a message. Maybe I needed to reconsider my stale stereotypes. And they get into a, It's a funny article. There are a lot of funny nuances if you're into the Jewish music world and you hear somebody write about it in the Wall Street Journal. Anyway, the event is the 16th with all those aforementioned performers. Zalman Malutik is the artistic director for the National Yiddish Theater Folks BN. And Zalman, welcome back to JM in the AM. 
Nachum, it's a pleasure to be on the air with you. Uh, you you get what I mean, that this guy doesn't even realize how funny the article is? <laughs> I can't even tell you the things he said. It was, it was, so, it was so crazy, the things that he brought up. That's why I, I say everybody's got to read it just to see some of the quotes that he has and some of the comparisons that are made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Uh, he was totally blown away by this group of two guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'd be totally blown away. Imagine somebody coming in completely from the outside. All right. Getting you know, getting them all together in one place and then having them sing in the, at the Lincoln Square synagogue. He stayed around for another hour just to listen because we we jammed a little bit on you know at the Elmet just a little bit to, to sing together. I'll t- by the way, Zalman, I got to tell you something. You know, you know about performers and you know how artists are and many of them, you know, rightfully very concerned about their image, about, you know, the events they do do and the the ones they don't do, etc. This is not an easy lineup to put together. I mean, when you when when an artist knows that he's performing with somebody who's go or with other people who are going to bring completely different audiences, you know, to to the event, that can be a challenging proposition. We have a amazing musical director of Remy Gurari, one of the one of the you know leading lights in you know musical direction of the every and all, everybody knows him and they, everybody had respect for him and of course for the idea that I put together Zalman give me of- Zalman give me a second give me a second I think Lipa's on Lipa are you there Yes Okay I am. Lipa's with us go ahead Zalman you were saying of Remy Gurari go ahead Yes no every, the the idea is that if Remy put together you know, has put together this this program with us, with the you know, with the input of all the artists. We got together in May, you know, at the at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue. Yossi Malavani hosted it, right. and we had a you know a wonderful sit down. We talked about it. Okay, what's the idea of the event? What are we doing? And it was it was so uh, Hamish and Bekovitic and. Respect. It was. It was really tr- tremendous to see everybody around the table. Oh, I think. It, I think it's remarkable. I think it's wonderful, and you know. So, Culture Fest NYC, and, and as I said, there's a website. People could see. There's hundreds of events. There's a lot of stuff going on. The booklet looks amazing. I, I said on the air that there's a lot of sponsors. Obviously, tremendous interest in New York. W- was it important for you to have one of the big musical events? One that really appeals to the core of the Jewish community. That's the cru- that's the crux of it, Nachum. You know, the, in honor of our hundredth anniversary, this is the hundredth anniversary of the National Yiddish Theater. Right. We, we needed to say to the world, you know, that that we have reinvented ourselves. The Yiddish Theater is not the Yiddish Theater that once was that catered to a certain audience that 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 was mainly for Yiddish speaking um, immigrants at the time. Now we now we now we're talking about bringing Yiddish culture and the culture of Yiddish kite. To the widest popular, uh, widest audience, and it was, and that will, and that's, and that's why it was so important for us to to put together this concert that would break down the the, the uh, stereotypes of, of saying, okay, this is what the Yiddish theater is, <laughs> is presenting. No, yes, we're presenting something, you know, bringing the the top, you know, Has, you know, Hasidic superstars as Lipa is and 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 of Rem, and of Remel and. And, and the leading lights of the cantorial world together and singing in Yiddish, singing in Ivrit, of course, as well, put together and, and just making a major statement in New York City. Unbelievable. And hopefully, and hopefully people will get a sense, okay, what else? You know, because we have amazing, we have over 100 events 
that whole week now. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. That's why I say people should really explore because, again, there'll be a lot of stuff that people are really into, some they would never go to, but everyone's going to find something that they're going to enjoy uh, during that week in New York, and we'll give out all that information coming up. By the way, the concert, everybody, is uh, in honor of um, National Yiddish Theater folks being dear friend Mitch Merlis, Gedalia Menachem Mendel, and uh, another added reason for it to be a great success. By the way, uh, Zalman, this is a free event. People have to realize this is a totally free concert. You're you're yes, you're getting I'm, on I'm, you're, you're getting on the air and just inviting people to the party, basically. I'm glad you're mentioning it because you know nothing is free, Nachum, as you well understand. <laughs> you know, as in in all of our businesses, but we made sure, we wanted to make sure that this event could you know Amcha could come on every level could come and make a major statement. Of course, we have supporters, and we continue are continually are looking for supporters for this event and for other events. But but the important thing was to make it free, to make you know to let Amcha come and hear this amazing array of uh, performers together. Now, I don't know if people realize, I and mean, they're going to see this lineup totally for free. Avram Fried, Natanel Hirschig, Yanki Lemmer, Cantor Malavani, Lipa Schmelzer, and Zusha all for free. Pretty amazing. And um, by the way. You know, we've been at the summer stage before. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a very large place, but in in some way, there's limited seating. Is is this you know one of those nights where we're telling people get there as early as possible? I think so. I think it's a, I, I think it's a wise idea. We haven't really mentioned it, but I think it is a wise idea because the play that we're getting today's Wall Street Journal, yeah. maybe a piece in the Times, Channel Eleven is doing a, a TV interview, CBS Radio. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of interest in this idea that we put together. Yeah, by the way, Zalman, that was another thing that caught my eye. With all these events going on this week, it's amazing that the regular general media is most attracted, it seems, to this concert. What's most amazing, Malcolm, is that two weeks after it was announced, Time Out New York listed it as one of the top and concerts that some estate is producing. <laughs> I, 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 have to say, I have to say that, you know, a, a lot of the thanks has, goes to uh, the Museum of Jewish Heritage, uh, which is our new uh, home. You right. Know, uh, you know, thanks to uh, the chairmanship of Bruce Ratner and the vision of his and him and David Marwell, who's the executive director. They've invited us for, in honor of our 100th anniversary to have a permanent home there. So a lot of it. I just wanted to, you know, give a little, you know, give a little plug to our new partners there at our new home. Oh, 100 percent. And it just—I don't mean to make fun of the fact that the general media is concentrating on this event, but it's like it's just so hard to believe that this is what's catching their eye and their ear. Uh, you know, that week in New York City. All right, Lipa's with us, and obviously a lot of people in this audience want to hear him. So let's get to Lipa. Lipa, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, how are you? Baruch Hashem! Sounds like you had another mitzvah dance last night. <laughs> I had a video shoot, actually. So uh, You're always doing yes, something, huh? My voice, I just came out of bed. You're always doing something. It is unbelievable how busy you are, Baruch Hashem, entertaining people and, uh, and inspiring people. All right, Salipa, how is it for you to now be part of a cantorial and Hasidic music event with this incredible lineup at Summer Stage, what are your thoughts? So, there's a few thoughts, and also listening to Zalman, there's a few thoughts I have. First of all, about being involved in a cantorial event, it comes in the right time, because I just finished a class in school of Western musical civilization. Ooh. And, um, 
So a masterpiece of Western music, I should call it. So and a lot of it is the opera. And um, I didn't know, but now I know that opera is Khazanov. Khazanov in English is opera. Yeah. Um, because I was always wondering, they think that I'm taking styles from the surroundings where we live. But in the olden days, the Khazanov didn't. But now I know, at least I can relate it to opera. Mm. Anyway, but what I relate most probably than all the other singers in this show, what I relate more to the folk dinner is my Yiddish. Because after all, Nochum, you know that I talk, my Yiddish is my first language. Right. I'm a Russian. And um, I'm probably one of the only singers that makes Yiddish lyrics in a way that also goes into the modern society and people who don't usually talk Yiddish and <laughs> listen to my songs. That's for sure. <laughs> so to go back to songs from before the Holocaust and to sing it with people with such a variety of cantors, especially Malawani does it over 40 years, and he has three who have joined the stage with him many, numerous times. We have people from Israel, people from New York, Zusha's entirely new character all in all together it's a beautiful combination and uh, it's a beautiful thing so this is one reason why i relate to it very much and i can also give you a story that i read something i'll give it to you in a minute that um which which touched my heart very much and i'm going to record it in a little clip and send it out why it's so important that people come to this show all right and that story is Okay, so I first wanted to make sure I'm not, I'm, I'm not using up my quarter. No, not at, all, not at all. Everybody wants okay. to hear everything you have to say. And um, Lipa with oh. us at JM in the AM. What? Just reminding everybody that it's Lipa who's with us at JM in the AM. Oh, okay, Gavaldik. I hope it's not too much noisy, but I went to get a coffee. I'm being honest because <laughs> I, mean, I need my coffee, you know. Anyway, I thought Drama will talk for five more minutes, and I'll grab it. But now it's okay. I'm standing in line. They can all hear me talk about the show. Zalman always, Zalman always, Zalman always defers yeah. to the performers. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Go ahead, Lipa. So yes, Crystal Zalman is amazing, and. Um, Someone is a good friend of mine because we spend a lot on the piano. He listens to my songs, and he and, and he tries to teach me a little bit um, music theory. And um, so is a very good guy to have on board. And um, so the story is like this: There's a library in Columbia University, Butler's Library, and um, on the 11th floor they have books that are not so famous. And one of the books is, is a lot of the Yiddish books. I'm having a medium pike. And I'm live on the radio, so you can say good morning. <laughs> okay, hello? So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll wait. Anyway, so the bottom line is that I did, I did, um, so I went up on the 11th floor with all the Yiddish books, and there's the organization Evo who keeps uh, the Yiddish history right. alive. Right. And I'm reading about in the 1920s where there is uh, a debate if people should immigrate to Israel or not. Wow. Meaning before we had established the state of Israel. Palestine. And yeah, and think about it. You know, we, we look at it, it's only like 70 years ago. 70 years ago, in terms of history, is yesterday. And they think, should we go to Israel? Shouldn't we go? And someone writes into the paper. Now, this is not a write-up. This is legit someone debates in the paper he in other words it's not a write up about history what right. happened then this was a real this was a real letter to the paper yeah that he writes that he's upset about the meeting at Chernobyl that people are planning to change the language of the Jews to Hebrew and he doesn't get it he says 8 million people are talking Yiddish we have cultures we have theater we have everything and why change it to Hebrew 
and I'm stopping. I'm, I'm stopping for a second. I'm, I'm the only one at that time on the 11th floor, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, eight million people spoke Yiddish. Eight million people, which says that for the Holocaust, it's not only the six million who died, but it's a whole culture. Yep. A whole culture died. And I think it's very important. We have fingers today, not to mention names, including my own name, and think about it. There were so many fingers, and nobody even talks about them today, and, uh, besides academics who, who, who are into history. But I'm talking to youth, and I see them, and uh, those who talk Yiddish. And there's a, there's a market. There's a market for people, like in the Cecilia Chevelle, there's, there's, a, there's a website, Kavish people, which means the coffee house. And it's only in Yiddish. And, of course, there's a lot of nicknames because people are afraid of their schools or their Internet. But there's a place called Eyevelt, and a lot of people are writing in Yiddish, and they want to be educated, and they want to know a little bit about, you know, they want to, they want to be, they want to write better Yiddish, and, and they, have, they have writers writing there, regular people critique, they write about new CDs that's coming out. Right. And why shouldn't they know that we had this? We had theater, we had culture, and they should get involved, and to bring an old world and a new world together. A hundred percent. And the Hamish were where they don't have theater and they don't have any other any other extravaganza to look forward to in this area. So I think this folks dinner can be something that can ties these worlds together. Zalman Malutik, what are your thoughts as you hear Lipa describe the importance of the continued revival of Yiddish? I just want to say that, you know, while while you know, while six million of our, you know, Yiddish speakers um, perished tragically, our families, etc. What's so amazing about our Yiddish culture and, Jew- and Yiddishkeit is that it did not, we didn't lose it. You know, today, today there are klezmer bands in every city in Europe and every city, major city in America. We're bringing to New York artists, you know, from Japan, from South Africa, from Australia. People are exploring their Yiddish, their, these Jewish roots. Not everything will be in Yiddish. I want to say during this festival, there'll be things in, in Hebrew. They'll be we're bringing Leah Kenig, the star of the Habima. We're bringing um, the Gare Mandolin Orchestra at the Skirball, an incredible event. I mean, there's a lot of things that are... We're bringing Jewish culture, really, and that's why we purposely called it a, a festival of performing, the Jewish performing arts, so that it would be you know, broader, so that people wouldn't... You know, people are afraid people aren't going to understand that we're having... Twelve theater companies coming, also performing in various languages. Of course, everything was supertitled. But the Yiddish, the Yiddish language, you know, has permeated into music. Into there'll be a whole academic symposium with leading um, professors from all over the world. Lipa will participate in one of them, uh, talking about the Hasidic Hasidic I'll be talking about Goldfaden with Romanians. Uh, it's quite it's quite an amazing array. I think I think a klezmer group actually kicks off the whole festival. Am I right that on day yeah. one there's a? Yes, actually, uh, the first the very first concert at one o'clock is So Calls, who is an amazing hip hop uh, artist who compi- combines the old sounds of old seventy eight recordings with new sounds. He's amazing, and and then at seven at seven thirty at the Winter Garden at the, the uh, Brookfield Place, the Klezmatics. Grammy Award-winning Cosmetics will be hosting an event with Neil Sedaka 
Judy Blazer and many of the international artists, and also a free event. That's also on the, uh, those are both on the 14th, on the first day. Yeah, both on the, on the very first day on the 14th. All right, Zalman Malutik and Lipa are with us. Uh, many, I mean, this audience obviously is very familiar with the with the Cantors, Yankee Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, Nathaniel Hirschdick, Avram Fried, no stranger to us. I'm sure we'll have a chance to speak with him before the event on the 16th. But Lipa, what could you tell us about Zusha? Is there anything you could tell this audience? I mean, we've played Zusha on the air, and a lot of their songs we enjoy. Is there anything you could tell this audience about the uniqueness of Zusha? Yes. I'm going to tell you, but I just want to just say the punchline on, on overall my long speech is that even if you don't speak Yiddish, and I'm talking to the audience now, even if you don't speak Yiddish, this is about, and I'm going to say this in a little, little clip. I told Tom, and this is my, I'm volunteering to send out a clip like this, and saying this is about coming and remembering that a whole culture existed, even as Alma says, we have it from Africa and from all over the world, but the six million who died, they lived Yiddish. And right. eight million people spoke Yiddish. And for that alone, we should come and show our support for a language that's our heritage. Very good. In 1920, they didn't even know that Hebrew will exist and people will be in Israel. So it's all tied in together. And Lipa, give Zalman one second to add something. Go ahead, Zalman. You didn't hear what he asked you. He asked you to talk about Zusha. Yeah, yeah, he's getting to Zusha. Go ahead, Lipa. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting to Zusha. So because I had to finish this. And uh, to say that the founders of the state of Israel were also speaking Yiddish. And so I'm going to go to Zusha. So I'm an artist, and when I hold something on my tongue, I have to say it. So especially if it's uh, important for the show, so I have to say it. Now about Zusha. So first let me tell you, <clears throat> I don't know why, but Zusha, the name Zusha reminds me of my brother Zusha. I have a brother Zusha. <laughs> and uh, Zusha is like the Hasidic sheep in my family. So like he goes around and he collects money for square. He says, Lipa, Lipa. So, in a way, it's strange because the group Zusha is, they come from, I think, I think they come from a modern background, but in this singing stage, in general, they're the ones who try to carry the Hasidisha message. Right. So, we walked in the city, and you have this guy with his funky hat and his blonde beard, and then the guy with a long black beard, who reminds me of my brother-in-law, <laughs> a long face. <laughs> And they think, and I don't remember the melody, but it touched my heart. And before I know it, I'm singing along with them. And everybody else in the street that walks with us hums along with them. And it has no words, no Yiddish, no Hebrew, but it has a lot of neshama and a lot of soul and uh, a lot of heart. And I'll even tell you something that if they listen, maybe they'll say, oh, why did Lita say that even? Because it's like about me, it may look different, but I'm doing, I'm, I'm working on an album now, which is more like a, like a, like a dance music, like a JDM instead of EDM or JMDM. So Jewish dance music is really like matching for all the teenagers that have no reason why to listen to any other music with different kind of language. So I asked Zusha if they want to do a duet with me. Nice. And they listen to the music and says, Lipa, we love you, and we love everything you stand for, but we don't want to come out right at the beginning with, like, a trance music when this is not our main calling. 
we're singing more like, if you want to sing something with an acoustic guitar and something like a real Hasidic Shahat, we do a video with you in a heartbeat. And I said to them, you're 100% right. You should stick to this genre. And one day, I'll make with you a duet in that genre. Well, now, so you, this is, now you have your chance. You could do a duet on the 16th. <laughs> A hundred percent we will. A hundred percent. And maybe I'll even do a new song of my album on the 16th. I have to talk to Zalman about it. But Ooh. the thing is that Zusha, the, the, it's it's a beautiful thing to see that Lipa Schmelzer, who comes from a very Hasidic background, is open-minded to sing very modern music. And then Zusha, who comes from a very modern background, goes into the Hasidic music it, the world is just coming together. It's so beautiful. A great point, Lipa. A great point. Everybody out there, you can check out the uh, entire Culture Fest New York City, the first international festival of Jewish performing arts. There's a website, K-U-L-T-U-R-F-E-S-T-N-Y-C.org. KulturFestNYC.org. Tickets and information about all the things going on that week. 212-213-2120. 212-213-2120. And, of course, the night of the 16th of June, a week from this coming Tuesday, 7 p.m., a free concert at the Summer Stage brought to you by um, uh, the Museum of Jewish Heritage and the Summer Stage and supported by the Howard Gilman Foundation with musical director of Rami Gurari and musical supervisor Zalman Malatik. It'll be cantorial and Hasidic stars Avremel, Natanel Hirschstick, Yankee Lemmer, Cantor Malavani, Lipa, and Zusha all together. By the way, Zalman, uh, I, I, I know you will not take this as a joke. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. It's a real question. How close is Lipa's Yiddish, because he mentions it's his first language, to your Yiddish, for instance? Is, is it very close? Is it, is it exactly the same? It's not, it's not exactly the same, but it's such a machaya. Nachum, it's such a pleasure to speak with Lipa. It's like it's the most Hamish thing. I, you know, when I, when I, when I, when we speak on the phone, you know, he speaks like a mile a minute. You can't catch. That's him. true. You, know, you can't keep up with. Aber Zalman, ich will sagen, euch will ich speziell reden die Yiddish von Volksbinde. Ich kann das euch tun. Yes. So, so, so the way, the way, the way I'll say it. It's like the English language that has the British accent and the American accent. Right. There's the Shakespeare Yiddish and there's the regular Williamsburg Yiddish, <laughs> but we can bring it together. <laughs> you see, Zalman, you said you're very similar. Lipa's making an argument that it's very different. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, listen, you know, everybody has his own blick. Everyone has his own view. I want to just say that, yep. you know... Um, you know, Frank London of the Cosmatic right. is also very centrally involved in this. A legend, a legend. With Remy and with myself and right. putting it together. He's and, a legend. Uh, yeah. Frank's amazing. Uh, all right. I'm going to work. Uh, there's something in the secret that, uh, that because I connected with Frank London through Zalman, that uh, he played me a song of his, <clears throat> and I liked it, and there's maybe some collaboration that may take till one year. But that we want to do, and I also just want to hold my breath in this one thing that Zalman's son is part of the Zusha. Ah, very and, nice. And it adds a beautiful color because then they show it's not only the Hasidic look, but it's not about looks at all. They have all types. They have they're like three. It's a group, 
and it, it, they all look different, and there it's a combination, and it's beautiful. All right, I didn't realize that, Zalman. That's really cool. I didn't realize you have a family member in Zusha. I have. I have. A, he has a son, and I just. I'm just. I must. I must say it because because this audience would appreciate it that my oldest son Avram is getting smicha from Chavavay in two weeks. Wow, Mazal Tov to you. Wow. You know, huge, huge, huge chutz for me. What are you like a full service Jewish family? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. And, and I just wanted just one word about Gedalia Menachem Mendel. Yes, Mitch Merlis of Blessed Memory. You know, Mitchie, Mitchie was, was a giant of a man, you know. You remember, I mean, you played basketball with him. <laughs> That's right. But, but, he, but he was a giant in his, in his chesed and his neshama, and he would have these kumzises with, with, his, with his wife and family in Teaneck that, you know, Avramo would come and 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 Lipa would come sometimes and Shrek. It was amazing, and these these events that were so full of heart and neshama inspired me to put together this event. And so it's really, in his in his memory that we're we're doing. All right, so, excellent. Zalman will keep reminding the audience. Lipa will see you the sixteenth. Good luck. This looks like an amazing night and a free night, which is going to be a, a thrill for everybody out there to come on out and enjoy. Thank you both for joining me this morning. Thank you. I get in tongue to you too, Lipa. <laughs> and thank you, Zalman Malutik. Zalman, of course, is the, uh, let me get the official title. I don't want to shortchange the great Zalman Malutik. Zalman is artistic director of the National Yiddish Theater, folks. Being the event, the entire week long of events in New York City is CoulterFestNYC.org. K U L T U R F E S T N Y C.org. There's a phone number, 212-213-2120. The one that we really want to bring to the attention of this audience, obviously, is the one that stars uh, Avremel, Lipa, Zusha, uh, the great cantors, uh, Hershtik, Malavani, Lemmer, in partnership with Summer Stage Museum of Jewish Heritage, supported by the Howard Gilman Foundation, Tuesday night, June 16th. It's at Summer Stage in Central Park starting at 7 o'clock. I recommend you get there earlier. We know what happens at Summer Stage when the crowd gets too big. Uh, the police do not like to, uh, to crowd that place. Uh, but it starts at 7, and it's free. Information, uh, again, you could utilize the website or any of the, uh, just search it online, you'll find it. And we're looking forward to a great event.